This is a Rooster Teeth production. Coming up on today's episode of Face. So then it hit me. I could probably rewind the inside camera to where it went dead. So I jumped over and I did that. And like three minutes before it blinks out, there were the cops inside the bar. We're on to something. Conspiracy. Hello and welcome to another episode of the (laughs) Face Podcast. My name is Jeff Ramsey. And uh, with me as always, Andrew Panton and Gavin Free. Uh, my best Hello. buddies, what episode are we recording today? Is it a... Uh, it's a great question. Typically, it's at the, what the we bottom. Got, it's Nick? One, 147. 147. Oh, what are we right. doing for 150? That's a I milestone. Is it? I would have guessed we were somewhere in the 160s. <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> do people celebrate the 150th? Uh, I don't think for shows they do, do they? Nah. Like I anniversary, mean, we, we maybe? Can. Do you want to half celebrate we should yeah. do 150 of something. 150 of something? Mm. What would be 100? What is there? Andrew needs to eat 150 no. chia seeds. <laughs> I, could do, I could do that. I don't know if I want to do that. Individually bought. So are the, I got the chia seed. What's the difference between that and a chia pet? What is the association? <laughs> what is the chia? Is a chia a general term? Is I it think, the same thing? I think what the is seed it? is on the inside of the chia pet. And then when you water it, chia grows. I do you have to? I thought you had to make like a paste and then apply it to the thing and then apply water. Chia paste. I don't paste? think it's on the inside. I don't, yeah, I don't know, man. It's I never had a chia pet, so I can't. I, I wouldn't know. Really? No. Have you? No. Well, I yeah, I did, but I never used it. But mm. I, I definitely received one. Used I, it. What are you better do with it? I think you're supposed to put paste on it and then water it. Oh, and then you you harvest. It grows. And well, it it's it becomes funny, right? Like it'll be a little face, and then you you plant the chia, and then he'll grow hair. Yeah, and then it'll you cut be... the hair, and it'll be like I guess you could eat it or throw it away, or I don't know what the fuck you do. You with can chia. eat it. I didn't know you could eat it. I don't think you can eat it. Can you eat? You it? can you can well, eat it's... chia seeds. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Why, why wouldn't you be able to eat what's inside the seed? I just don't want to eat. Se- well, I mean, you wouldn't eat a sunflower. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's a great point. <laughs> Although I think a sunflower is a delicious looking flower. You're right. going to eat a flower. What do chia seeds make? <laughs> they have to, because I think you put the paste on and then it grows. And I don't really oh. want to eat like, oh, uh, what's the painter? The Afro. What's his name? Blanking Bob his Ross? Name. Yeah, Bob Ross. Chia I don't want to eat Bob Ross plant hair. That's not appetizing. Uh, It grows into a flowering plant. Okay. Edible? I feel... We knew that. Uh, it's it's uh, belongs to the mint family and is very easy to take care of. Can you eat chia seed plants? <laughs> what is more, in, more interesting, children's pet, the chia pet or sea monkeys? Oh, I feel uh, like chia pet is more relevant to today. More relevant or interesting? More I relevant. Sea I feel like I feel like sea monkeys are like are more uh, interesting. Are, are way older. I feel like that's not currently still a thing. I don't think are chia pets still a thing. Like sea monkeys, you would get off the back of a comic book from 1965. <laughs> you would watch a chia pet commercial on t- Saturday morning cartoons. Oh, okay. I always found it disturbing that that sea monkeys could just be like freeze dried and still used later. Like, is there a pack of sea monkeys from a 60s comic that you could just put in water now and they'll come to life? That's how Jurassic Park happened. <laughs> 
sea monkeys. <laughs> a yeah. mosquito goes ape shit and eats a bunch of sea monkeys. <laughs> uh, you could absolutely eat it. It's chia sprouts have a tangy taste and add a variety and spice to salads, soups, spreads, dips, sandwiches, and appetizers. I'll go ahead and throw condiments into that mix. Wow. Ooh. That's quite the range. Yeah. There you go. No Eric today. No Eric. That means we can go for like three hours if we want. <laughs> we can go way longer. <laughs> we got we the haven't had teacher in. I feel like the last one had Eric, but not Nick. And the, the one before that had no Eric. Have we had a full five recording recently? No. That's a great point. Yeah, I think it's been at least three weeks. Not since 144, Nick says. Oh. Gavin, have you just stumbled on a, some sort of a feud between Nick and Eric where they refuse to be in the podcast together at the same time? There's definitely something going on. Although they did collaborate for Condor Man. <laughs> they did. They got that their shit true. together. For, they set their differences aside for Condor Man. <laughs> the kid, it's really important to the kids that we do this. We got to make sure this goes off without a hitch. We'll put our bullshit aside for this Condor Man screening. <laughs> Man, I don't know when that's going to come out because I don't know when anything's coming out. We've got, I was thinking, Emily the other day was like, whatever happened to that Gavin's best of the, best of face thing? And I was like, oh yeah, I have no idea. Is the, when's that going to come out? We got a sausage talk. We got I think that, that comes uh, out the same day as sausage talk. When um, is that? Well, I don't know. I proofed okay. it. Uh, I'm also is halfway through yet? proofing Condor Man. I told Andrew I was proofing Condor Man, and Andrew yeah. was like, you're listening to that? <laughs> I was confused. I didn't understand the technical side of like looking for errors. I thought, well, isn't how that why you... we listen to stuff before putting out? Make sure there's no... Uh... <laughs> That's that's definitely a component to it. I just I think you just more of blown like, away that someone was doing that. Well, because in my head, you're also scanning to give notes on like the flow and like rhythm and like should there be an edit here? Should there be an edit? Because you've made those notes. I've seen those of like, oh, I think this should be timed a little bit differently comedically. Well, so I didn't understand how you would make edits to a watch along. That's where well, I think that's one was. of the benefits of someone in the recording d doing notes is they can give technical and but also yeah. like if you're going to edit the like what's your you can't do it's broken. What are you going to do to fix it? What are we doing at that point? What in happens? Condor Man, you mean? Because it'll go out of yeah. sync. Yeah, let's just I mean, say if we didn't broken. want something. We would just mute, wouldn't we? Because we're not chatting through. Some, sometimes we're just watching. I just I feel like it has to it's such a unique experience of having to remain in sync. I imagine what you could do to actually correct issues is pretty limited. Without yeah, breaking it. I mean, I didn't give any notes to remove anything. Yeah, but I'm just saying, it, let's say it was broken. <laughs> let's say you found an audio error. What yeah. are we doing about that? What's the solution? Just lower that track. Yeah. Okay. You got to lower it. I see. There could be oh, like a do. buzz or a hum. Well, no, or, no, the whole you're asking what would I do? The whole point is I have no fucking idea. That's where my position <laughs> is. I have no clue what I'd do. I'd probably, I'd, I'd be like, guys, we got to throw it away. We got to shelve this. We got to re-record this section. We learned a lot from Condor Man. We learned about, well, we learned about what Condor Man is, and we also learned why it's not on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. <laughs> but did you know? So we, okay, all, uh, okay, we, we all learned we had, we had different Michael Crawford entry points as well. <laughs> That's true. We did. Oh, did man. You, did you know that Condor Man made a return relatively recently? No. I was doing research about it. They put Condor Man the toy, like a toy Condor Man, in like a Toy Story short that came out, I, I want to say, before a recent movie. No it's way. a little cute, like, it's a giant, it, it's like him in the Condor car. I don't think they ever <laughs> named that vehicle, but it's like him with a giant head in the little Condor car. It's great. It looks cool. So maybe there's hope. Condor Man might come back still. <laughs> I mean, you know, Michael Crawford's still around me. He is. Yeah, I believe he is. Uh, unless we talked about him too much. Yeah, let me just touch a bunch of case. wood. Yeah. Knock so did I, everything. 
did I tell you how um, making that best of f face destroyed my ability to make f face for several weeks? <laughs> no. <laughs> what do you mean? It wrecked f face for me. Oh, and wow, look. Yeah, it's the toy. Oh, that's amazing. Nick just posted a photo of it. That's a strong chin. Yeah, great chin. <laughs> well, basically, I just, uh, I was originally just going to look for comments and like try and find funny stuff. But in the end, I just settled on just listening to every episode at um, 1.5 times speed. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> and I got really, really used to hearing everyone talking really fast and sped up. And I got, listen, oh, I got used no. to hearing the theme tune all sped up. <laughs> and it just started to flow. It just started to make sense. And I was blowing through these episodes, you know, in like 45 minutes instead of an hour. And uh, then when it got to actually recording one, like while I was doing that, everything felt so low energy and so slow. And I was like, why do all these episodes suck? And I just realized it's because <laughs> I was used to listening to everyone sped up. Honestly, if you listen, listen to like 10 episodes of Face slightly sped up and then listen to one at normal speed. It's like we're all drunk. It's crazy how like, <laughs> your brain just gets used to everyone talking really fast. Should we try to talk faster for you? Would that make this more engaging? No, I've already, I've already leveled it back out. That oh, was, okay. It was about a month ago, but I mean, it would have been useful then. God damn, that's funny. <laughs> that's how like our friend Patricia Gav, who we lived with, who was blind, she had yeah. text, text to speech on her phone. And so, but it was at like 2.75% <laughs> like speed. So yeah. you, it was like two and a half times. You like, you couldn't, I couldn't make out one word. And she's like, got it, got it, got it. Okay, okay, okay. And you just look at her in awe. Yeah, people would message her and her phone would read it out like a machine gun and she'd get every, every part. <laughs> it was like a machine gun. You're right. Yeah. She could read an entire book in like eight minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, man. How are you doing, I Jeff? Uh, hey, that's a good question. How's everybody's, how's everybody's mouth? Everybody's mouth hurt like mine? <laughs> uh, I'm okay. Oh, no. Well, mine's good. That's good. Uh, I assume you went and had your 10% finished. I have my 10% finished. New crown? 10% <laughs> and a new crown. Somehow took, well, okay. I wasn't, oh, I wasn't anticipating this being a story or a half story, so I Cut off a part from the previous week that I just didn't want to get into. I was still a little traumatized by. I told you that everything went well, and it did uh -huh. eventually. But um, <laughs> the thing I didn't tell you guys is that, uh, but now that I'm, I've got this other end, I might as well tell this part too. Uh, when I, I was so, even though I was on antibiotics and everything, it was so inflamed by the time I went in there and so angry because um, it had been, you know, like three weeks of this. Um, they gave me the numbing agent and the numbing shots, which are not, the most fun in the world, but I've gotten so accustomed to getting them now that it's it's like you know you get, one gets used to yeah. the pain, that specific pain uh, when you feel it a thousand times. Uh, <laughs> You're numb and, to the numbing. <laughs> I'm numb to the numbing within reason. Uh, so then what they do is they after about you know like ten minutes or whatever they blow a little air on your tooth to see if you feel it. And when they do that to me, it feels like somebody's jabbing a hot poker into my brain. And so I was like, oh, it's not going to work. I'm going to need more numbing shots. Uh, I was so inflamed, they had to give me six rounds of shots. Oh, my God. It took like 40 minutes to numb my mouth up. <laughs> Are you building up a resistance? No, I was, I was fucking <laughs> oh, no. numb. I will say this time. So anyway, I went back. That was the part. I went back to get the 10% done. Uh, only needed one shot. I was fine this time. Like, I was totally fine with one shot. Uh, the previous time she had told me this story about how you have to be really careful and why she wanted to split it up into two sessions. You got to be really careful 
uh, because these tools are very delicate and they can break off in your tooth. And if they do, oh, no, the tool is stuck in your tooth. It doesn't. They can't really get it out easily. And there, and it's not a. It's not a big deal because it's sterile. Um, you know, and it, it doesn't harm anything. But uh, you know, it's just like you want to avoid that if at all possible. Obviously, and I'm like, yeah, that sounds that makes sense. Let's split it up into two sessions. Uh, so when I went in on on Tuesday for the last ten percent, which by the way lasted over three hours, that last ten percent, um, <laughs> I, I, that was that was a real <laughs> kick to the kick to the balls emotionally. Uh, I did not. Ex- I thought I was going to go in there and be in and out in like ninety minutes, and it took over. It took longer <laughs> than the first ninety percent. And uh, part of the part of that is because uh, a tool broke off in my tooth. <laughs> Which in my tool? Root. Uh, just the thing that she was using to scrape out the root. And it was the oh, last root. Boy. It was not a big deal. She was like, if you want, I can send you to an endodontist and they can try to get it out and then they can, you can come back to me and we'll patch it up. But she, she can put them but, in, she can't get them out. But she was like, but there's no reason to do that. It's in a safe place. It's tiny. It's sterile. It's not a big deal. This happens a lot. This is not uncommon. There's a lot of people walking around with a piece of tool in their tooth. I can just patch you back up. We're done. Put the root canal on and you can be on your way. So I was like, I could do this two more times or I could be done today. I'll be done today. So that's what we did. Um, My tooth's starting to hurt today. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And I'm I'm starting to get a little paranoid. So, uh, we'll see. We'll I see can't believe you. Uh, and I understand where you're coming from, Jeff. But nothing about your mouth is normal, and nothing know, has ever gone the way that you'd want that it to crossed, go. That crossed my mind in the moment. But I was so defeated and so deflated, and I had been there for three hours. I just didn't have two more. I didn't have two more trips of drilling in me. And I, of course, I, now I'll yeah. probably end up having to do it anyway. But it was. I thought it was. <laughs> now just it's going to turn into like five. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> I like the idea that they have to do a rescue mission for this tool because it's fucking up your tooth. They need to go in and save it. How is it in the tooth? Like in the canal. It's so deep in there and they can't get it out. It's just like a little tip. It's like like, a child in a well, Gavin. It's like the tip of a it's like the tip of a drill. (laughs) They gotta get they gotta get the drill tip out. A child in a well. Psychologically, in my head, there's the tip of a drill just tumbling around in my tooth, poking into stuff, and I can't get that thought out of my head. I didn't sleep last night at all. Do you think that that is making it worse? Uh, I think it's fucking with me. Yeah, I think I I am a victim of my own imagination, and I have been my entire life. And I've had to I had to sit down and have a very serious talk with myself today about not about about knocking it off with this specifically because they told me my mouth would be sore for up to a week and. I googled it, and uh, after root canal, your mouth should be could be sore for up to a week. So I am trying to convince myself not to ascribe the pain I'm feeling to something sure. larger because it's day one and a half after getting a ama- you know three oh, yeah, hours of yeah. a mouth surgery. So of course my sh- my of course my mouth is sore. Of course that tooth is sore. I ate last night for the first time on it like meat, and I, and, I, and that hurt a little bit. And of course I probably ain't you know I, I, yeah. I'm sure I'm fine, but it's my like. The kind of imagination that helps you start a podcast like <laughs> Face and a company like Rooster Teeth can be a real motherfucker when it's pointed in a negative direction that you don't want. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so it's absolutely. just fucking hard to get out of my own head. What day are you on now? I got it done Tuesday, so today's Thursday. Okay, so you're on day two or day yeah. three? Yeah. Day two. Yeah. So. Well, that's fine. Yeah, you're going to be great next time, this time, next week. Yeah. All good. We don't need to save that child in that well. We can, we can just keep that well closed. Yeah. That reminded me of um, I was 
I, I don't think I've ever been so confident and then so let down than when we were doing a Let's Play in Family Feud. Uh-huh. And the question was, name something that's easier to get into than out of. And I thought, well, was the best answer possible. <laughs> top answer. I was, I was confident I was going to see that right at the top of the list. <laughs> not even on there. No, what? you're not wrong. There was like, I think what? prison was on there. <laughs> but I was so, I could not believe it. I think well is a great answer. I yeah, hate I Family well Feud for that reason. Yes. People's answers don't make sense to me. <laughs> it's like, who are they serving? Yeah. It's so odd. Yeah. It's also, I like the video game versions of it because of how quirky they are, like how just weird the classifications could be. Oh, they're a gold I was, Yeah. I was playing with some friends and I won because it, it was related to like a thing you do with a pet. I don't remember the exact phrasing of the question. They went first and they put in pets and I put in pet. And I got, they got zero points for pets and I got like 82 for pet because of an S and it caused so much chaos, just so much anger over the bullshit of that. And those games are just filled with that. And there's this no appeal process. For there's, there's no, there's zero, no real humans to be zero to appeal process. It's also like 2022. And the question is, what are things that are in teenagers rooms? And it's like CDs <laughs> is the second answer. And it's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> When was this survey done? What Boom mall box. was this done in in 1996? It's so important to know when the thing you're interacting with was made. Yes. Yeah. Like it totally changes everything. Like games is like everything's out of date. Like like movie commentaries, it like changes the entire vibe if you don't know when it was recorded. That's true. Yeah. Or like it'll be weird when they reverse when like things change in life. Like I remember listening to the Jersey Girl. That was the name of that Kevin Smith movie, right? I don't Jersey think, Girl. Did he direct that? Yeah, he with Ben Affleck. Movie, yeah. yeah, yeah. I listened to the commentary on that, and Jennifer Lopez is in that. She dies. She's the wife that dies in the movie. Well, and, thanks for the spoiler. I've never well, seen it. The, no, it's the opening. It's the right, whole the whole premise. I'm never going to see that. I don't Gen care. Jennifer Lopez bleeps in the movie. She she, she <laughs> what? What are you doing? <laughs> I don't trust you. I was fixing the spoiler from. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he bleeped it. I see. Well, we have a whole bleeping thing on this show, so I was trying to figure out how it related to that. Anyway, there's a in his commentary he talks about their relationship not working out and like it being the best that they just are not a couple in my memory. And now they're together again. This is funny. The context of like time. They're ha happily changing. happily ever after they lived. It turns out. <laughs> Apparently. Hey, speaking of movies in context, um, you know, I've been doing these weekly movie reviews for you guys because mm -hmm. I've been I've been watching movie again. And, yeah, what is uh, that? What is that about? <laughs> what is, what is, what is it about? What do you mean? Well, I, I just feel like we're in the lead up to the to a payoff. What we where's? What well, here's it? here's the deal. I just I just decided that I, I was gonna make 2023 the year of movie, and so I've been watching. <laughs> you know, I didn't watch any the movies. Movie. I didn't really watch any movies uh, from the pandemic on. I, I took a, like a movie break, and uh, and so now I'm trying to dip my toe back in, but I don't have a I don't have a, a lot of time or patience for sitting that long. So you know, I like to watch uh, a movie a week. Uh, so last week I watched two, which is why you got a double. Uh, you got a double review the last time. And as uh -huh. I was making a review for the new movie that I watched this week, I thought, oh, I probably am going to stop doing this. <laughs> I don't want to keep doing this. Uh, and I think the audience will probably get tired of it pretty quickly. Uh, I'm not as concerned about YouTube being tired of it, but the audience <laughs> I am. And so I thought, 
what if I do one last movie review and, and I'll make a <laughs> game out of it? Okay. And then that'll be a lot of fun. And I've been looking at that. You know, I, re- I reviewed a, a direct-to-DVD or direct-to-streaming movie. I reviewed a, a movie that's no longer in the theaters but was nominated for Academy Award. And I reviewed mm-hmm. a movie that was uh, about 65 years old. I thought for to go out with a bang, unless the audience is like, no, please, to, to keep doing movie reviews every week. We can't get enough. But I, I think this is probably enough. Uh, I, I decided to go to see a new movie that's in the theaters okay. right now so that I could, I could give you my impression of a film. And then if, if you gleaned that to be a positive uh, impression, you could go see that movie at a theater yourself and have that same experience or a similar experience uh, to mine, maybe. Okay. Uh, and I thought, as I was writing the review, what if I, ha- I just give you guys the review for the movie and then you have to guess what movie I'm talking about? Okay. It's out, it's I think, out in I the think theaters right now. Game. Okay. I'm curious to see how this review goes because this is the first theatrical experience you had. This, this is a different the- yeah. viewing experience. You have to be, I think, more locked in when you're in a movie theater. It's so yeah. easy to get distracted at home. You yeah. might look at your phone for a minute. So this, I'm excited to see the difference between this review. I think it'll be difficult, though, because... One of the statements about the last review was uh, it's about a guy's forehead, I think. Oh, Triangle of Sadness was, yeah, it was about his forehead. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'm not he, sure. When he, when he fra- burrowed his okay. frow, it created a triangle of sadness, is what they said. <laughs> he burrowed um, his frow? <laughs> yeah, he was a male model, and they that's were like, a, don't, don't burrow that, your frow. You'll, it's a triangle of sadness. You won't, you won't that, get acting jobs. burying your wife in Germany. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that's good, Kev. I had a I had a lot to say about this movie. Uh, so I'll tell you this: it's a movie that's out uh, right now. You could go see mm-hmm. it in a theater in your town right now, probably. Uh, I won't tell you what kind of movie it is. Uh, it could be animated, could be live action, could be a documentary, could be comedy, could be horror, could be drama, could, could be suspense, could be sports. Who knows? Uh, and I wanted to nail it because you're right, Andrew. I was definitely more locked in because I'm in the theater mm-hmm. looking at it on a big screen and I paid, you know, I, it's Alamo. So two people, it's like 80 bucks. So you, you want to get your money's worth out of it. Right. Uh, and so, so I wrote it down. So here it is. This is my review for a movie. I would like you to guess. Okay. Okay. First and foremost, the film is for all intents and purposes, a treatise on the teardown of the nuclear family and our impact on the environment, both ethically and practically. It shows the delicate balance of both and then the ramifications when the pendulum swings too far in either direction. So it's about resilience, learning from the mistakes made from those pendulum swings and then correcting and overcoming. But it's also about the dichotomy of the approach of said problems from the masculine and the feminine and the harmony and balance created when both are considered in equal measure, contrasted, unfortunately, by the stark reality of the failure of favoring the out-of-balance approach. And in that way, it's kind of <laughs> ba- about both redemption and condemnation. C- curiously, though, which I think uh, I didn't realize till kind of pick up on till the end, this also relates and extends to the friendships that they make along the way and the oh. redemption of that kind of love, uh, what it can bring both within oneself and then also to the relationship as a whole. So that's... Uh, that's my review of the movie. That's first of all, I think this is my favorite review by far by you. Great review. Thank I you. feel very strongly. I think I know what it is. Gavin, do you, do you think you know what it is? You have no. any guesses? You know what it is from that? I feel so confident. I'm going to be honest, Jeff. When you started this, I've been so out of the loop with like current movies recently yeah. 
that I was thinking in my head, I don't know if I could name three movies that are currently playing right now. This is going to be a real tough game for me. But there is one. There is one that I'm aware of that is in theaters right now. And I think it hits on some of the themes you're suggesting. I feel pretty good about it. I'd say my confidence, my movie guessing confidence, 92 right now. Out of a hundred. I think. Do, now, do you want to, is, is there any guess you want to make, Gavin, before I make my guess? Do you have anything in mind? Do you want to just make a guess? Scream 6. <laughs> uh, okay. That, that, should I answer if, the, if, if he's correct or not? Or yeah, wait go ahead. For, uh, it, it's funny you say that Scream 6 was on the list of movies to see, but it was not Scream 6. Okay. Although that's interesting, and I bet some of those themes are present in that film. <laughs> I think that Jeff saw Creed. That's what I Creed. think. Creed 3. Creed, Creed 3, I Okay. Believe. Okay, uh, that's also incorrect because I haven't seen God, Creed did, 1 or really? 2. I wouldn't want to be... You were 92% on Creed? I was 92% yeah, on Creed. I wouldn't mind seeing Creed three, but I'd need to see the first two to, to understand the backstory. Are they oh, making fuck. as many as of them as they were Rocky movies? I think so. I hope. Yeah, I think that's what the plan is. Honestly, yeah. Um, Nick, do you got a guess? I said Ant Man Quantum Mania. Oh, that's an interesting one because it's all about like his rescue, his daughter, and going into the quantum realm or zone to save her and then a bad guy and stuff. Uh, that's also incorrect. Uh, I give this movie ten out of ten cocaines. I saw the movie Cocaine Bear. It was phenomenal. Uh, I recommend it to everybody. Uh, it's Cocaine Bear? It was Cocaine yeah, Bear? Yeah, I saw Cocaine Bear. 10 out of 10 cocaines is what I would I'm, give this. This is, this is baffling. Eric would have got that. Yeah. I think he would have, yeah. He probably would have. I'm a little surprised y'all didn't, but I get it, you know? I mean, if you look at the movie, it's about a single mom trying to raise her daughter, <laughs> and then on the other side, it's about a single dad whose wife died who's trying to raise his son, but he can't handle the grief, and so he flees from the scene, and his friend has to chase him, and he leaves him with his dad, who's a terrible man, and there's uh, there's this, like, overarching themes of masculinity, while they're also in the delicate balance of these the, the blood mountains in Georgia, and, then the co and, and, and mankind intrudes with cocaine, addicting a bear who then runs rampant and destroys destroys many many people very grossly uh it's i, I still a lot think of, this could be creed really three. themes <laughs> everything you said still could be creed three i i was so convinced i wish i could see your view i was like oh because creed is about family you know his dad was a boxer and i think this yeah. one is about like him turning away like betraying his best friend as a kid or something what, what movies aren't like, about family these days uh, that's a good point are there any that's, that's a good point hmm. Triangle of Sadness? That doesn't seem like it was <laughs> family-oriented. That movie's definitely not about family. Scream 6, I bet you, is not about family. They literally say we're a family. Do they? <laughs> well, you can, be, you can say you're a family, but it doesn't necessarily need to be about family. There's not a lot of that cast left from movie to movie to really constantly making new families. Franchise rules. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> I, I think that was you were so certain you were, you were I was, way off. <laughs> I felt so good about it from the third word. You were like me with the well. I was like, yeah, I was. <laughs> I, I had well confidence. This is an even better way of saying it. I felt I was ninety nine percent. By the way, was foremost. So as soon as Andrew yep. let me say foremost, he was like, oh, it's Creed. <laughs> Creed three. <laughs> Everybody knows they just will not stop saying foremost in those Creed movies. It's a weird trend. Everyone talks about it. Narrowed it I down immensely. I just thought it would be fun to write a movie about cocaine bear or a movie review about cocaine bear that featured no cocaine or bear. 
That is funny. Can we submit that to IMDb? <laughs> yeah, sure. I mean, the review stands. It's true. Everything I said was is what the movie's about. I just tried to be a little broad with my strokes. I enjoyed those broad strokes. Easily <laughs> my you. favorite review. I wish I could see it. That was one thing where I was like, I was trying to play it in my head because it's, uh, you know, with the wording and, and you're going with the speed you're going. It's easy to get lost. If uh, I, if I was trying to chase cocaine bear and you're writing, I, it would have got away pretty early on for me. Yeah. yeah. But uh, that was fun. That was by far my favorite movie segment you've done, Jeff. Oh, well, thank you very <laughs> much. I would welcome more. I, I don't have anything planned for the immediate future, but if, uh, if if people want more, then let me know, and I can always come up with something. Maybe you should do one a quarter. Yeah, maybe I could do oh, one I like a quarter. that. Yeah. I have a bone to pick with Andrew, but I can't remember oh if God. I've already picked this bone. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Pick it again. It might have to be repicked, <laughs> oh, no. and you just tell me if I've already picked it. Okay, go ahead. Bring it on. Remember, remember when I made the... Uh, the beanhole video and I submitted it and no one gave me any notes. Same with the baseball video and it just sat there unuploaded yes. for Oh, this yeah. is months. an old bone. Yeah, that was and, really and, yeah. that was a real and, unfortunate and, thing. And Andrew was, you know, he gave me big grief. He was like, oh, I really wanted to, I was really excited to see that. Do you know that yeah. he still hasn't seen it? No. That's not what I said. This is an old bone. <laughs> that <I've>, <laughs> have, I, have I picked it up? No, you haven't picked it. Not okay. on the show. This is a conversation we had Weeks what ago, what haven't you seen? The bean I, video, bean hole. Really? I well, that's because you know there was the original bean hole video that came out, and the original baseball video that came out, and they were just snippets to play at mid episode, though. Yeah, and then you made the extended ones. I don't remember if I've seen the other ones. Was what I told you. I don't think I have. I think I just forgot. Like I, I, I was really excited to watch them, but I also don't believe I would have done that. So I'm not sure. I may or may not have seen them. I just like but that's where we left off. <laughs> you've either not seen it or it's so unmemorable you don't know if you've seen it. Well, it's you know a lot has happened. Time has passed. <laughs> I just, I'm not. I'm not entirely sure. Well, Andrew, I'll say if you want to be, it's better to be safe than sorry. And if you want, you can head on down to the Face Pod uh, YouTube channel and watch both of them. I do need to revisit them. I meant to do that that evening, but then once again I forgot. But yeah, that's fair. It's fair to you be to be annoyed by that if I haven't seen them. I mean, and I should remember if I did. No matter what, I feel I'm in the wrong here. <laughs> he saw the highlights. What more does he need to see? All the boring shit that, that we cut out. <laughs> I definitely watched the pizza videos. <laughs> the pizza good, yeah. videos were great. Big fan of the pizza videos. Oh, thank you very much. Oh, speaking of videos, does it do is back out again? And RT animation, oh. or regulation animations back out. They're so. Funny. I today proofed an animation, regulation animation <laughs> of. Uh, <laughs> me talking to my ringtone and a recording of Dan. It's so, so freaking accurate. It's, it's an so amazing. Good. It like really helps out the story, I feel. Dude, I showed that one to Millie and she was losing it watching it. It was great. Really? Yeah, it's very funny. <laughs> That's great. And Dan looks great. <laughs> yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. He looks awesome. I didn't have it to say that. <laughs> really nailed Dan. <laughs> yeah, the only, um, the only shit part of that video was the, uh, the end. <laughs> same old uh same old same clip old of eric there <laughs> still on there <laughs> but other than that no complaints perfect, perfect video. somebody hates somebody in that department specifically hates you <laughs> i can feel it they also yeah 
They also work for Cosmic Crisp. That's your side job. It's the same person. <laughs> yeah, they have a cousin who works at Cosmic Crisp. <laughs> hey, they finally acknowledged me there. I'm, I'm making... I'm making it's true. It's true. It you exist true. now. You got uh, acknowledged. Congratulations. This ad is brought to you by HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. Make mealtime easy with delicious recipes made with fresh, wholesome ingredients delivered to your door. No lines, no hassle, just great tasting meals you can whip up and enjoy in the comfort of home. March is National Nutrition Month, and HelloFresh makes it easy to choose delicious, dietitian-approved meals. Simply look for the dietitian win tag on their menu choices for meals under 700 calories and with one-third less sodium. With the cost of groceries going up and up, now is the perfect time to get started with HelloFresh. HelloFresh is cheaper than grocery shopping and 25% less expensive than takeout. I love HelloFresh. The recipes are always so good. It's so much fun to get the box. I know I mention that every time. It is true. I just get excited when I, I see it. You go through the things. No matter your skill level, it's just a really great experience and a fantastic way to have delicious meals. So if you would like to try HelloFresh, go to HelloFresh.com Face60 and use code Face60 for 60% off plus free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com Face60 and use code Face60 for 60% off plus free shipping. Oh my god, that's the best kind of notification. That's the sound of another sale on Shopify, and the moment another business dream becomes a reality. Shopify is the commerce platform revolutionizing millions of businesses worldwide. Whether you're selling dog toys or gerplers, Shopify simplifies selling online and in person so you can focus on successfully growing your business. Shopify covers every sales channel, from an in-person POS system to an all-in-one e-commerce platform. It even lets you sell across social media marketplaces like TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram. Packed with industry-leading tools ready to ignite your growth, Shopify gives you complete control over your business and your brand without having to learn any new skills in design or code. And thanks to 24-7 help and an extensive business course library, Shopify is there to support your success every step of the way. What's incredible to me about Shopify is how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify is there to empower you with the confidence and control to revolutionize your business, slash take your business to the next level. Now it's your turn to get serious about selling and try Shopify today. This is possibility powered by Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash face, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash face to take your business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash face. Hey, everyone. Uh, we wanted to take a moment to talk about first and to thank you for supporting our content. This show means so much to us, and it only exists because of you. So from the bottom of my heart, thank you for supporting us in all the ways that you do. Face is my beacon of laughter and joy in so many ways, and I'm so thankful that we get to experience this mess of a show together. We don't talk about Rooster Teeth-specific stuff often, but we are part of FIRST, so if you want to support the show in a way that gets you episode access a bit earlier and without ads, consider getting a membership. By becoming a FIRST member, you'll not only be supporting Face, but you'll have tons of benefits from countless other shows that can be viewed on our site, roosterteeth.com. First members get early access to daily content, exclusive content, premium RSS for podcasts, a store discount, and access to exclusive Discord events. 
Oh, and did we mention first members see no ads on our website? I remember when I got my first subscription uh, <laughs> a long time ago and like the main perk back then for me, at least, was I got to use emotes on the message board. So like just seeing it all laid out now to what comes with first, it's wild to see how much it has changed and grown. But uh, yeah, Premium RSS provides ad free early access to our podcast content on all of your favorite podcasting platforms. Whether you're listening to us or trying out any of Rooster Teeth's other podcasts, they'll all be ad free. Rooster Teeth releases tons of first exclusive content, including podcast post shows, supplemental bonus episodes like unedited gameplay and Q&A podcast episodes, and premium shows like Survive Block Island, Face Jams Trucked Up, and Last Laugh. Catch up on the latest premium content from Rooster Teeth and be a part of our community for our next first exclusive release. There's so much more content over on roosterteeth.com available just for first members. So head over there and check it out. Thanks for listening. Thanks for supporting us. And please consider becoming a first member. Your support goes a long way and lets us make the content that we love to make. Head to roosterteeth.com to start your free trial. Now back to the episode. I, uh, a little bit of an aside, but I had, I had a conversation with my mom the other day Ooh. that put into perspective, uh, no, not butt plugs. Oh. It's almost, it's like, uh, it's, it was a weird thing where I was both disappointed as well as like, God damn it. This is the, why I'm the reason I am. I hate this. Like I, it was such a weird, uh, she was talking about, <laughs> I went to use her microwave and I noticed that there was a, a burn mark in the middle of it, just in the plate. It was like this black circle. And I was like, what's, what's going on with that? And she said, yeah. So what happened was I was, I was getting rid of stuff and she gets really obsessive about like recycling. And she's like, I wanted to get rid of this candle that was in a, like it has a container around it, but there's still wax in it. And I couldn't just throw the wax in for where I was going to recycle it with the container. So I needed to try to get the wax out and I couldn't figure out a way to get the wax out of the thing. And I tried with, I think she said like a fork or a knife and she couldn't get it out that way. And then uh, she said, yeah. So then I was like, well, how can I, how can I get rid of this? I'll put it in the microwave. So she tried to microwave the candle, but the base of the wick part is metal. Oh. And so she just put like metal in the microwave and it burnt it like burnt the bottom of the microwave. And so that was that was her cleaning it. And I'm just watching her explain this story going, why? Why are you making every every step along the way? Why did you make that choice? Why did you do that? And then she finishes. And I said, why didn't you just light the candle to get the wa why didn't you just light it to, to melt the wax and her response was oh I didn't think of that that's a way better idea than what I did what are you talking about you didn't think of that what are you saying that is perfect and I'm just I, I'm, I'm, I'm mad I'm annoyed by the whole scenario but I'm also like fuck this is that's my DNA this is me yeah God now you know how it. we feel all the time I get it it's insane she's oh she's ridiculous she it's panting logic it is. <laughs> it's fucked. It's so fucked. She was telling me <laughs> this happened a long time ago. And she just got the confidence to tell me. I was, I was <laughs> that's also pit logic. Uh, that's not even, like, <laughs> that would be so far down. Like even like even if I couldn't light the candle, I'd maybe like boil some water, put it in there, sort of loosen it mm. up. Just Keep to be clear, it, uh, the yeah. candle thing. Uh, I think that happened recently. This I was going into a different story. Oh, sorry. of oh. something that happened eight months ago. I tried to do, I'm not, you know, like, 
the moon charts and all that shit. Like, I'm not, it's not something I'm really into, but I've, it's been in my feed for some reason. Do you mean astrology TikTok? or moon charts? I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> astrology or just that whole thing, that whole feel. I don't really know. It's like you, your time of birth and like the moon and, and all that oh, stuff. It sucks that Eric's yeah. not here because his small wife loves that. Yeah. yeah she's so into Super it. Into and the, he is and secretly I, too. And it's so pop, it's been popping on my feed and I'm like, I, I don't really know what this is. I'll do whatever. I'll do it. And so I, I put in, I found the info. I tried to really answer the questions accurately. I invested time all while knowing this is probably going to ask for my email at the end of it. And that's fine. Like, I'm not thrilled to give them my email, but I can live with that. So I go through it as I expected. They asked for my email. I give them my email. Then I get another screen that says, you have to pay 50 cents for this. And I was like, nah, fuck Ooh. you. I'm not, I'm not giving you 50 cents. I'm not just putting my information into this random thing. <laughs> and so I canceled it, didn't do it. I was talking to my mom about it. And she's like, yeah, I, uh, I, I did an IQ test online. And I spent a <laughs> lot of time on this IQ test. And I thought I did really well. I thought I nailed it. And I got to the end. And then they asked me for like a dollar. And uh, it's, it's just like a whole scam thing. But the bank blocked it. And I was like, what? <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean? You just said, you said it's a scam thing, but the blank bank blocked. Did you try to give them the dollar? And she's like, yes. Yes, I did. And the bank blocked the charge. So it's all good. And I was like, what, what are you? What organization? First of all, you have failed the IQ test. I don't care the answer you gave to any question leading to this. You, you gave that blocks you out of triple that's digits an F. if you pay for an IQ test. <laughs> that's a well, 10, no, it's, 10 point deduction right there. That's a flunk. That's an immediate flunk. It doesn't matter. But also... Do you know, like, the, the the scandal is, like, the depravity of the organization that you're trying to give money to that your bank blocked a $1 charge? Ooh, yeah. Have you ever heard of a $1 that the bank intervened for a dollar? That seems just, I've never heard of that. Maybe that's common. I just have never yeah. heard of it. Was it the small amount that triggered that, or was it just a shady organization flag? I, <laughs> I, I hope. Either way, I was like, typically what are you, you gotta doing? buy like a thousand dollars worth of pillows to trigger something like that. Last, yeah, I triggered it when I tried to spend five hundred dollars <laughs> on bananas to Jeff's house. Is the last time, like, you have to spend some money to get yeah, that text. It can't be the low amount, otherwise, you probably would have had your bank no. block your chia seed. I yeah. think it it was probably trying to give like a dollar to like Scammy McScammington, and the bank is like, <laughs> wait a second, you might you might want to evaluate this one. But anyway, that's my mom. It was mainly the candle thing, and just I was like, "Oh my god, man, I can't." Can I say something? You triggered a microwave gripe. I have. That's yeah, been, Ooh. it just it just popped into my head that it, it, I'm a little annoyed by. I'm fr not annoyed. Annoyed's not right. Frustra frustrated. Frustrated. Okay. When when I was growing up, I have a pet peeve. How about that? I have a pet peeve about microwaves, and my pet peeve is if you're gonna put food in my microwave, cover the plate. <laughs> within saran wrap or a paper towel or something because there is nothing grosser than somebody pulls their spaghetti out of your microwave and it looks like a, it looks like you tried to steal a jacket from a store and the thing went off uh, and painted every and painted the entire inside of the microwave yeah and it's fucking gross and then it gets caked on and it turns yellow and red and you just get these weird stains and you don't like want I don't want to put my food into that weird dirty food cave anymore and i have this pet peeve because when I was a kid, my mother had that pet peeve. And if I ever dared to put 
food in uncovered, I would hear about it. And I always had to clean up the mess. And I always, if anybody in the world mm-hmm. did it, I had to clean it up. And so I inherited my mother's pet peeve, which I would honestly say was good parenting on her part. This is a pet peeve I'm happy to have. A uh, couple months ago, my mom came to stay with me. <gasps> and I watched her microwave her dinner. And she didn't put a paper <laughs> towel on top of it. I didn't oh say anything. God. I just ate it. I ate it, but I've been thinking about really? it since. You didn't say anything? The no. hypocrisy. I'm just, I love my mom. She's a saint. I, she's an angel. She's the, the greatest she's nice. woman on earth. She's lovely. You know her, Gav. Yeah, yeah. she's the best. Uh, I'm not going to attack my poor mom, at least not in person. I'll do it on a podcast. Uh, but yeah, no. I, I, was, so sh- I was so shocked. I was, just, I was dumbfounded. I need to know, like, is, did something change? Did she read a news story that was like, you don't need to do this anymore? What happened? I think did what the probably, technology escalate? I, I think the reality is she probably just wasn't paying attention and forgot or was distracted mm. or was in the middle of a conversation or whatever, you know? I'm sure you know what it could have been? Is, what's that? Maybe she thought you deserved it. Ooh. Yeah. For blowing up her microwave in your youth with a stain. That's true. You know what? Yeah. That, that tracks. <laughs> I, used to, I used to do a lot of bad stuff with microwaves <laughs> when I was a kid. I was a little microwave hoodlum. So, uh. <laughs> that would make sense. That checks out. Yeah. It well, could be a home and away thing. Maybe she doesn't cover on oh, the road. Yeah. Only cover covers on at home. Well, even if it was intentional and it was to get back, I probably deserved it. So, uh, once again, no harm, no foul. But yeah. That, you just, that, um, you triggered that, you triggered that memory in my head. That microwave story also triggered something in my head. The Panton logic of like you've got you've got the answer in your hand and you're not using it. We yeah. were, I was recently filming with Dan and and we were trying to shoot through a bunch of Lego men with a bullet. We had like fifty Lego men and uh, they, the wind kept blowing them over. They're all in this table. So Dan was like, "Oh yeah, we'll just uh, stick some we'll stick them on some tape. Like have a, have a big strip of upside down tape and put that on the table." Do you know how he <laughs> attached the tape to the table? <laughs> How would you have I, done it? I would double side it uh-huh. and then I'd put it down. It's an option. I think I'd, yeah. just, I'd fold it and double side it, I think. Yeah. Or tear a bit off maybe and just like tape each end of the tape down to the yeah, wood. Yeah. You could do that too. Yeah. Uh, Dan goes over to the toolbox and screws the tape to the table with a washer <laughs> and a screw. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, it's the, the first thing that came to my head. I was like, it's in your hand. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> and then he and then he was like, he's like, oh, it doesn't matter, you know, I've done it now. It's it's on there. I'm like, yeah, but now there's this really ugly reflection bouncing off the screw, and now one of the Lego men has a giant gap between it and the next one because there's a screw in there. And I, I was just oh listing all God. these reasons why it was terrible. Oh my god. I would I would love to bounce around in his brain for a day. Oh my god! <laughs> Just a big old oh, screw. <laughs> <laughs> screw tape. Screw down tape. I thought you were gonna say he glued it down or something. No. Oh. Hey, let me ask you guys a question. Uh, I've been thinking about for the past couple of days. I asked this to Eric. Uh, the other, so I don't. We don't need to get his answer, but I already got it. But uh, what do you think would happen if you hit a nuclear power plant? With a nuclear bomb. <laughs> <laughs> what? 
Has anybody ever thought of that before? Like, there's never been, like, like some Rennie Harlan movie or Michael Bay movie about somebody trying to nuclear bomb a nuclear power plant. <laughs> but that seems like the most destructive thing that could happen, right? Like, wouldn't it, like, what would happen? Would it create, like, would it be, like, a ten times multiplier? Would it blow the Earth in half? So what would you be trying to do? You'd be trying to, like, nuke the literal fuel rods of the yeah. power plant. Yeah, yeah, the part where Homer drew the racing stripe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, what would happen? I don't, I have something no idea. Bad, just, right? Like something really fucking bad. I, I'm imagining it like a cluster grenade in Worms, where like the original one <laughs> blows the rods out in multiple directions yeah. and then they all blow up. Yeah. I mean, because it's to... like, it's like a, a tremendous, I mean, Chernobyl, the, the one in Japan, it's a, it's yeah. a tremendous like catastrophically uh, ecological disaster. I don't think when, they explode as rods, though, do yeah, they? They just they're just hot. Like that's all you're doing in a nuclear power plant. You're just like boiling yeah. water. So but I think it's what two happens factors. when you when you explode that? <laughs> I think they would just melt bomb. somewhere. I think it would just be super radiation. So I think the explode. I don't know. Like outside of the infrastructure, you have the bomb and whatever explodes as part of that infrastructure as the impact of it and then i think on a radioactive level it's just like super radioactive yeah i think I, they they would just create trails of death to wherever they landed from wherever they exploded i it's mean like like do you think on, on an order of magnitude do you think it would do like it would cover a larger area of destruction it has to right uh like it has to trigger it has to trigger some sort of an explosion that is different than if a power plant exploded or melted down. Chernobyl exploded. It did. Or some sort of explosion that's different when, uh, like, you, you bomb a city uh, or the desert or the ocean with a nuclear, with a nuclear bomb. Like, they would have, the, like, the combination of those two forces breaking down at the same time would have to, it just feels like, it just feels like somebody should make a maybe like maybe there's a Tom Clancy book about it that I I'm not aware of or something. <laughs> but it just seems I don't know why nobody in my purview at least has ever explored How do you think that Fallout in, narratively. Yeah, right. Like, <laughs> like maybe that's what happens. It creates death claws. Like that's the end yeah, result. That's yeah. the, that's how you invent the death claw. It is an interesting question. I don't know. For me, it's a question of is the area around that site now more radioactive than if just one of the things happened by itself i assume it's that and it's not that the range is wider but it's like a a, a more radioactive area if that makes sense well, yeah but here's the problem if it's more radioactive then it's the particles are in the atmosphere and in the air and then wind currents can take that increased radioactivity and spread it out further right i guess yeah like but i, I have no idea all my points of reference i feel like are chernobyl at this point yeah, like I'm thinking of I don't know if you've seen that like the pilot episode when they're like dancing and they think it's snow, but it's it's radioactive mm -hmm, ash mm -hmm. and it's devastating. <laughs> like I'm just imagining that, but maybe a further distance than that. Mm -mm. I don't know. It's an interesting question. It definitely feels like a plot of like maybe not a Michael Bay movie, but like Hot Shots, like Hot Shots Part Three <laughs> is they're sending an atomic bomb at the <laughs> nuclear power plant. Like it's so excessively damaging. Like it's something Dr. Evil would do. Yes. Yeah, exactly. I'm pretty sure it's they tried to move a hurricane once with a nuke. It was discussed, right? As an option. They tried to kill that monster in Cloverfield with a nuke. Oh, yeah. They did. That's how we lost Houston. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> didn't stop it.
<laughs> also, how we made Godzilla. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe that's maybe that's how you make Godzilla. Maybe that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I hope it, can I just go on record as saying I hope it doesn't happen. Okay. Well, well yeah, me too. Yeah, I'm no, against it. I'm against okay. it happening. I hope I'm, I'm so against no. record. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. I was on record first. Here's okay. the thing, and I haven't seen it. Maybe one of you have. You can fill me in. I also am initially <laughs> against the idea of the nuke, but the nuke made Godzilla, right? So we got yeah. Godzilla. Then King Kong showed up, and they fought. Was Godzilla on our side, or was King Kong on our side? Because uh, we might need the Godzilla to fight the King Kong. Well, they kept also, him around to fight, you know. The, or were they just uh, fighting else. each other, and we were just kind of the victims of the, like, we lived in the area the fight happened in? Yeah. Well, I think like, the, the when, you're talking, like when you're talking King Ghidorah, we we like deployed Godzilla, right? To help out. Yeah. Yeah. Sort we kind of, of yeah. steered him in that direction. So we might need Godzilla. So that here's that's a question. The only... If Godzilla was created from radioactivity, that's that's right. That's correct, right? Yeah. Well, at least in the <laughs> Matthew Broderick he, movie. Wouldn't he himself be radioactive? Therefore, anything he came in contact with would die slowly anyway, much like people in Chernobyl. Oh. So wouldn't like King Kong get get giant King Kong like gorilla cancer six months later anyway, even if it won the fight? Like doesn't Godzilla have. by by but like just by showing up and laying hands on anyone eventually win the long game? That's a great point. Are well, you saying that he I should... starts glowing and actually like That's melts true. down, I think. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't glow. Oh, man. I hope there's a Godzilla expert in the comment lever or a regulation listener who's looking to upgrade to a comment lever. Uh, or maybe a nuclear physicist who wants to answer these important questions. I'd love to, I'd love to know the, the smart people, <laughs> science behind it. I think Hank Azaria might be dead. I'm just trying to process that loss. I thought he was okay. I thought he made it through that experience, but you're right. <laughs> He's got super cancer off screen 20 minutes later. Yeah, you don't, I mean... The way you just say a person's name and then... (laughs) (laughs) I thought for a second Hank Azaria was dead. Yeah, you're scaring the shit out of me. What, Hank Azaria? like him so much. Yes, I also am a big fan. It's a great cast. John Renault, he was great. He's dead now. Matthew Broderick, he was great in that movie. He's dead now. I don't know the name of the blonde lady, thank God, but she's I probably think Brian, dead too. Brian Cranston and Millie Bobby Brown are dead too then, right? I didn't see that one, so that's, that's on you. You did that. <laughs> uh, right. Wait, Brian Cranston died anyway. He died the first five minutes of that movie. It was a bait and switch. I forgot. Let's stop saying people's names and dead and cancelled and everything like that. Let's avoid yeah. it. Yeah. Also, didn't Arnold Schwarzenegger just do... Everyone was in the comments great. saying how he was just like a really yeah. amazing recently. Yeah, no, he's wonderful. Love Arnold okay. Schwarzenegger. <laughs> He's not dead because he didn't fight Godzilla. That's true. Yeah, to, my, to my knowledge, he has not come within like radioactive range of Godzilla. The Predator feels like they should be radioactive, though, right? Like that blast and everything. There feels like there would be some something that came out of that Predator fight in the first because movie. because of what? Because of their cloaking and the bomb and like the tech. And I just I don't I don't trust that. I feel like that that'd be radioactive in some sense. Yeah. The detonation, the explosion, all that. There know. also are probably creatures out there that thrive on radioactivity, right? I mean, I'd assume. Isn't that really I, what, I feel, what the Fantastic Four are, right? Isn't that what the Incredible Hulk That's true. That's like, a great point. Are we high? By, byproducts of radioactivity. <laughs> <laughs> what do you no, mean? No, that's just you. You're in that's, the carbon yeah, dioxide room. 
establish this. <laughs> yes, shit air. Are the cats alive? <laughs> <laughs> they look, they're looking pretty sleepy. Canary in a coal mine. Oh, Can God. I pivot to uh, the greatest text I've ever received from anybody? Oh, yeah, Before? sure. Oh, go for it. I'd Jeff texted me. Oh, I'm. Oh, thank you for the honor. Yeah. I'm the greatest text you've it's ever received. It's the greatest. It's the most excited I've ever been receiving any text message ever. No context. Thursday, 9, 12 p.m. How much room do you have in your life for a mystery? This <laughs> <laughs> is a setup. <laughs> Jeff, do you want to talk about your mystery? I said I got acres. I'm ready. Let's talk about this mystery. Yeah, let me see. Let me catch up because I'm going to need the timeline to make sense of this story. It was a lot. I have forgot. I have since it was a very big. So put it in a uh, point of clarity. Uh, there has been. We took a week off. Did we record last week or not? Yes, we did. Yeah, we did. All right. Well, right after we recorded last week, this is a sloppy Joe's related story. Right after we <laughs> recorded last week, and I told you guys all about sloppy Joe's and my my game, the bingo sloppy bingo that I invented. Mm -hmm. And I've decided that I'm living in my slop era now. I have since I have eaten sloppy <laughs> Joe's since that recording again. Uh, although I got to be honest with you, as much as I'm really digging the sloppy Joe's, four separate instances of sloppy Joe's in less than two weeks is maybe my limit. Uh, I mean, that's a lot. I may need to step back on Sloppy Joe's just a tad. <laughs> yeah, before it becomes a S word. Yeah, I'm still living that slop life though. I'm I'm sl <laughs> it's my, I'm I'm deep in my slop era. Uh, I got I got two recliners. Uh, I'm wearing pajamas right now. Uh, I'm never never resurfacing from that uh, for sure. Anyway, immediately after we recorded, and you guys were so kind about my idea, and I was so fucking excited about doing it because. Uh, and we haven't done it yet because uh, we had to get through whatever else, Condorman and a bunch of other stuff. Uh, I go to check in on on my slops, see how see how my Key Westers are doing, and for the first time since the entirety of my saga, the cam was down. Ooh, and I thought, what the fuck, right? Like 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 what is going on? Uh, and so I checked their inside camera and it was down too. those are the two cameras that they have. And this camera has been up for like four months straight and it died. And I'm like, holy shit, what's going on? It's just like a, you know, it's just like a dead screen. Uh, it shows it's up, but it's not projecting any, any kind of screen. Uh, but the cool thing about the cameras on YouTube is that you can rewind them up to 24 hours because they're, it just, it caches 24 hours. So I was able to go back and see it when it went down. And so I watched it and it died. I've written all this down. It died at 8.58 a.m. It just like went black. And so I watched the footage a bunch of times, like four or five times, and I couldn't really see anything that looked like it precipitated it going down. It's probably like their internet went down or something. Uh, and uh, so and at this point, it's like maybe 7 p.m. or so because we had recorded face and Emily was coming home and we stopped for dinner or whatever. And I'm talking about it with her, and she's like, well, let's go back and watch the footage again. And we go back and we look at it again, and it's still down. Well, first off, it's still down after dinner in a couple hours. And so it's, uh, it's still fucking down. And so it's been down now for like four hours straight or something, and I'm starting to get worried. And so Emily, we like, we decided to call the bar. <laughs> just to see so we cut <laughs> and to tell them that their webcam is down that's how desperate we are so emily calls and leaves them a message because you can't get through to them directly we called like three different times and she leaves them my number of course uh and she's like i just want to make sure y'all are okay let you know your webcam's down please be safe <laughs> and then we were laughing about that for like a half hour i think i even filmed her calling it and uh 
And then a little bit later, we're like, you know, it's run by a different agency. It's run by a marketing department. So we go and we find out who's running the camera and we look that company up and then we call that company. We left them a message too. At this point, it's like 930 at night. So I'm not expecting anybody to be there at this this digital marketing company at 930 at night on a Thursday. Uh, but, you know, we they'll, they'll get in at eight o'clock in the morning and maybe they'll reset the, the webcam or something. And uh, by the way, I'd like to point out nobody returned my calls. No, ne- oh, neither, neither person returned our calls. They probably oh, don't want to talk so to someone who has that much free time. I was I was a little disappointed, uh, <laughs> but we were just being silly. So then she was like, "Well, let's look at the camera and just see what happens if there's any." Like, let's take a look one more time. And as we look at it this next time, I notice like two cop cars pull up. <laughs> no big deal. Like in the in the background, and then they get out, and three cops start walking around the facility, and then you, they disappear off camera for a bit, and then they come back and they disappear again, and then it just cuts. Then they get in their car and they drive away, and it cuts dead as soon as they. As soon as they uh, as they drive away, and I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, that's really weird. I wish I had more data or something. And then it hit me. I could probably rewind the inside camera to when that one went dead. And so I jumped over and I did that. And three minutes before it blinks off, there were the fucking cops. They were inside the bar, walking around with like bulletproof vests on and shit. Conspiracy conspiracy right and they're like having conversations and shit with the employees and it's all being live broadcast it's all being live oh, by the way guys, i forgot my pull- lines we pull- it's okay you did great you did great we pulled that off I said it. you did it it was great it was great it was great it was did great. i say it twice that oh, shit it was flawless conspiracy there's <laughs> also pat on the back you guys did so good we did that we nailed it <laughs> Audience, if you're not familiar with what's going on here, we uh, we teased a couple times the this idea I had of wanting to promo a story <laughs> at an exciting moment from the middle of the podcast, but at the beginning, kind of like people do, uh, instead of a cold open to kind of be a teaser to come in, but we wanted to record it linearly, uh, and so I wrote that that one little bit down we recorded that at the beginning just went straight into the entire episode andrew teed us up to get to here and then we went back in and then gavin you nailed it with your life i think we, i think everybody should go to bed proud of themselves tonight we really pulled that up. we definitely will try it i'm gonna go to bed proud could please nick or kelly could you please just edit out both those moments so i could hear them by them i want to hear how back close to that it's probably not close at all <laughs> we're probably so far off i was not close i had nothing written i didn't know when i said the word I don't know <laughs> anyway uh i feel it's a bit weird because you're watching these cops walk around this bar but it's also being live broadcast on youtube to anybody can watch it mm-hmm. uh and like you can just hear people talking nothing crazy the cops leave i swear you can hear a female employee go like whoo jesus christ like uh, a sigh of relief like a sigh of relief and then it cuts dead and then uh let me see what else are in my notes because this was a while ago now at this point um you can go to the we go to the website on the website they have access to two more cameras those are both down as well. Andrew goes through. This is when I, it, Andrew's now involved in this. He goes and he finds all the screenshots that the webcams have taken. And we find out it all lines up with it shutting down at this exact same time. Uh, I'm looking at like, it goes d- deeper. We look at like the arrest reports to see if there were any crimes reported <laughs> in the area. There was actually somebody arrested. They, you could hear it actually at a point the night before mm-hmm. the person getting arrested off camera and being read their Miranda rights and shit. You don't ever see it, but you can hear it. It's fucking wild, the stuff that you can find just looking at a public yes. webcam. 
Uh, anyway, and then so we get to that point. I'm explaining this to Gavin. I ask Gavin. Uh, Andrew says, "Hey, we should probably before these." Because this is, we're deep into this mystery. This is like one in the morning now. You guys are both involved. <laughs> and uh, and at this point, uh, Andrew has the brilliant idea. We should download these videos so that we have a record of them if this gets, like if we get embroiled in some sort of a uh, like government conspiracy <laughs> where we have to run for our lives and expose the truth to the New York Times well, while, while like rogue CIA agents are chasing us across the country trying to assassinate <laughs> us because we have the information that can save the future of democracy or whatever, <laughs> I'm assuming, right? Uh, and uh, so Gavin tries to figure, but you can't download the videos. Like it won't let you. And so well, technically Gavin, it's still on, it's still broadcasting. So I don't yeah. think there's necessarily a file that's finished yet. But we're losing, but it's the 24 hours is eroding as we go. So we're trying to get to there before we start to lose the, the pertinent data. So Gavin, you came up with some master plan where you set up iPads to re screen record. <laughs> yeah, I, set, as I set up one <laughs> iPad for each camera and then I turned off the, the auto lock and I just rewound them as far back as they went and just <laughs> started to screen recording. on Oh both. my God. Because I couldn't figure out how to capture from my Mac with sound. I just couldn't figure it out. I'm too, I'm too dumb. Well, I mean, that's a pretty good setup. I wouldn't say yeah, that. Was all right. That was, a, that was so, good thinking. At this point, it's like three in the morning, and I'm exhausted. I've been I've been CSI <laughs> private investigator, three investigate three investigators. I've been Matt Houston. I've been uh, MacGyver. I've been mm -hmm. Jim Rockford. I was Magnum PI. Uh, all rolled into one. I was Harcastle and McCormick. I was the Scarecrow and Mrs. King. Uh, I, I I was I was uh, Simon and Simon. I was every fucking private investigator I ever grew up watching when I was a kid. Those were all TV shows, by the way, for, that I watched when I was a kid. Uh, and go to bed, wake up, and uh, the first thing I do, Emily and I do, when we wake up in the morning is like, oh, fuck, let's turn on the turn on and see if it's still down. And it was just up. It was fine. And so we rerounded <laughs> to when it came back on. It came back on almost 24 hours later, and the first thing you see is a repair truck in front of it, and you can hear a guy on a ladder fixing oh, it. It was such a great conspiracy with the cops and everything. Yeah. I don't know if you mentioned it, but there was like a moment where once the cops left on the inside, you thought you heard somebody say like, fuck, like I'm yeah, glad like, that's over type yeah. thing. Like it was, oh, there's all this intrigue. And it was just that the camera was broken. <laughs> yeah, I was partly down. intrigued when I was setting up these recordings, but I also was really concerned that I was somehow going to end up a witness. I didn't want to end up in... <laughs> The inconvenience of court because I have this, uh, this footage just in case I saw something. I'm telling you, we were going to be embroiled in. We were going to be like, we were going to be fucking having to, we have to steal a car and we're, we're racing to New York to turn the tapes over to the, <laughs> to the only person we can trust, this journalist that we know we can trust. And meanwhile, like Bill Burr is playing a, uh, like a rogue CIA agent who's who, who knows we caught him on the take and he's he's chasing after us with like it's like Michael Pena and him and some other uh, and, and some and uh, and the lady uh, the lady who was on uh, Reno nine like Wendy McCovey from Reno nine one one and they're racing us across the country trying to stop us before we turn the the tapes in but now we don't have to worry about that why Bill Burr he's a good actor and he plays serious really well I was thinking about Breaking Bad. I think he should reboot Columbo. Bill Burr? Oh. Yeah. Oh, Bill dude. Bill Burr's Columbo would be great. That's a great idea. <laughs> if he was great just idea. the new Columbo, but he did it like totally as Bill Burr, like in his style. You know, you know, <laughs> you know, uh, fucking Liam Neeson is, is rebooting um, uh, Police Cops. What's it called? 
police, police cops? cops? Yeah, that's what the TV show was called. Uh, Naked Gun. Uh, the police Squad. Oh. Police Squad, that's Naked. it, yeah. Uh, Liam Neeson's re- rebooting uh, rebooting that and playing. Are they going to the, then go and make more Naked Gun? Yeah, he's going to be, he's going to, he's going to play Drummond in Naked Gun. Is OJ going to huh. be in it again? I don't know if OJ's going to be in it. <laughs> police Cops is from The Simpsons. You're right, Nick. Thanks. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, police Squad is what I was thinking of. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, uh, that's, that's, uh, that's what I got going on. <laughs> I might have a new mystery for next week. Oh, maybe it was... it'll be in the preview of next week. <laughs> oh, you know what? You know what? Maybe everybody should get a shot at a preview. Kind of like we did. Everybody got to pick a movie and we had like the little movie trilogy. Maybe we have a preview s- trilogy because you had one ready last week that we didn't do, Gav. Yeah, mine was going to be me screaming in the middle of the argument about how the uh, the shopping challenge went wrong. Uh, <laughs> I think you got yelled at by Eric on Condor Man, right? About that? No, that was in the recording. It was in the recording. Uh, yeah. It was, was the third time I'd been yelled at about it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I it was I think actually is it the third or fourth time because there was a yelling that wasn't on recording with him and then it just happened again on the recording. Impressive. Uh, yeah, well he yelled at me in person at Jeff's house when we were yeah. doing yeah. pizzas. Yeah. That was great. This was a fun episode. I, I'm hopeful I can bring another I'm not gonna claim it's nearly as good of a mystery, but I, I've stumbled into something that I meant to take some screenshots of uh that I forgot. So I will be ready Ooh, next week. I'm intrigued. I'm looking, really looking forward to a mystery. And if you know the answer to the mystery of what happens if you nuke a nuclear facility, let us know. <laughs> we really want to know. We also don't want it to happen, but we would like to know what would happen. Well, okay. We're against the facility being nuked, but, it's, you know, Godzilla. I'm against, I'm against nuclear weapons. I'm accepted instances of Godzilla. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, de- I'm pro-nuclear everything in terms of Godzilla. Well, as long as we have an oxygen destroyer, we can take out Godzilla, right? Oh, yeah. shit. I guess that's true. Do we have that's one of those? No, not yet. Isn't that a, a flame? Isn't a flame an oxygen destroyer? Is it just fire? <laughs> I'd probably take care of a candle pretty well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. That's the kind of callback you can expect on the (laughs) Face Podcast. Thanks for listening to another episode. Boy, we loved having you. Uh, It's like you were sitting there right along with us. Um, Boy, did we appreciate it. Why don't you go ahead and tell a friend or a coworker or an enemy uh, or a stranger. Write a letter to pick. Here's what you do. Here's what you do. Here's what I want everybody to do that's listening to Face right now. Well, first off, it'd be it'd be really swell if you went and uh, subscribed to our YouTube channel and watched all the content we put out on there or on the Rooster Teeth app. Uh, both are totally valid places to go. Uh, you pick. Uh, we we try to give you as many options as possible. But then I'd like you to go uh, potentially to where you could buy a phone book. I don't know where that is. I don't know. Do you, do you, you know, I guess you don't buy them, but you get one. Maybe you go to a go to like a bank and ask them if they have a phone book you can borrow. They used to just mail them to you, and I haven't seen one in probably thirty years. I, if you can find one, uh, maybe an antique one. Go to a yard sale or an estate sale if you see an old phone book. It doesn't have to be current. We just need an address. <laughs> you go in there, you find book. an address of one of your neighbors in your town. Send them a letter that says, "Hey, I want you to check out this new podcast. I think you might enjoy it." And, uh, yeah, we'd appreciate that. Uh, Also, give us some stars. (laughs) Bye. 
Hey guys, Major League Fan Jack here with a look at next week's episode of Face. What is the best stone? The gentle ghost strikes sloppy joes. Was that a doorbell or a bird? Time to lock the fridge. Why is international fast food better? Gavin wants to be friends with Bishop Bianus. And once again, Andrew does not eat the pencil. All that and more on next week's episode of Face.